welcome to all the wonderful people listening in today. I'm your host, Judah Lag, and this is the Dice Clash Chronicles channel presenting Galactic Pursuit Shadows of the Force. The teams and players for the show are Gabe as a muscle mommy balasaur named Reki Shardok, Charles as the empathetic, somewhat chaotic Nautilin known as Hare Zudek, and Cody as the morally torn, legally blind Miraluka, calling himself Xamarin, all of whom are on the Jedi team. And for the team Bounty Hunter, we have Chandler, a civilized roguelike human who is ominously named Sal Voss, Gavin Wheeler, who is playing the savage, revenge-filled Tuscan turned Kalish, Havok, Isaac Denae, who is the certified spice consumer Zabrak, infamously known as Rubberoo, and lastly, Zane, who is playing the sly, mischievous Fallen Dr. McScringleton. To recap the last episode, the Jedi get themselves into a sticky situation when one of the members uses their real name for their hotel registration. We also saw the inside of the space bus travel where we were greeted to Dr. McScringleton and a few other Patreon special characters. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode, and we hope you enjoy Episode 3, Half-Baked Bounty Hunters. So, Charles, you are in the cockpit of this, and the two stormtroopers have pulled a gun on you. Yes. Cody and Gabe, you are inside the hotel room, moments away from them breaching the room. I see. The The doors are still locked shut, so they can't get in. So we're, we're currently just trying to wait to see if Charles is successful. <laughs> so as Charles' force phases into the dropship... I would say that Cody and Gabe, you see sparks flying as they're trying to cut the door open. Uh, it seems that they tried to open it and it didn't open. Like Cody shot the control panel, Star Wars style. So Charles, yes, I would say that you have four turns to commandeer this ship before they breach the room. Now, there are Imperials in the back of the tr transport waiting to gun you guys down. But there is doors that can open on the sides, correct? And they're all down there. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see where this is going. Yep. However, the controls are still in the two, uh, the Imperial pilots. The Imperial pilots are wearing black armor like the TIE fighter pilots, and then the rest of the stormtroopers are wearing their classic white stormtrooper armor. All right, let's roll for initiative. Let's see. All right, well. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, what'd you um, what'd you get, Charles? <laughs> what'd you get? Um, uh, six. Yeah, it's still better than mine. <laughs> what did you do? A one? I rolled a net one. <laughs> we are going to die. We are going right back to prison. <laughs> well, one Ooh. plus your initiative. Uh, that is pretty bad. That is pretty bad. Cody, how'd you do? I got fourteen. Oh, that's much better. Okay. He's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, okay. All right, let me let me pull it together so I can narrate. Got a quick question. Yeah? 
what modifier would it be for initiative? It's just your dexterity. Oh, great. So plus zero. <laughs> <laughs> you had a bad day. I did. <laughs> All right. So uh, I got a 19 plus two. That's 21 <laughs> for the pilots. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I, I am dead. Okay. So they're both going to go. One of them is going to control the ship, make sure it doesn't fall out of the sky. And the other one's going to shoot you. He's just going to stand up and shoot you. He got a 17. Does that hit? Well, I would like to use my force empowered self to use deflection. All right. So that is a 17. So roll your kinetic combat die and see uh, what your new AC is. A D6. Okay. So what's your current AC? 14. Okay, so you need at least a four. I got a five. Okay. So, yeah, so you just open up the palm of your hand and deflect the blaster bolt, Darth Vader style. It is now the other pilot's turn. He's just going to take control of the ship. He's going to speak into a calm. One of the Jedi have gotten to the cockpit. I repeat, one of the Jedi have gotten into the cockpit. Uh, So... It's a small cockpit, probably, I would say, like half the size of an airliner's cockpit. So there's barely any leg room in there. Cody, it's now your turn. I'm assuming the cockpit is still pointy. Are like the uh, side doors up or are they closed? I would say that they're open because the stormtroopers were like looking for you guys actively and they were trying to find you and shoot you. So yeah, it, the side doors would be open. Which way is the shuttle pointing toward us or like the one the sides pointing toward us? I would say that the the front of the ship is facing directly at the window. Okay. Uh How far is it? Do I would I need to, can I just make a regular jump to get onto the cockpit or would I need to like use force leap kind of thing? Is that Uh you would definitely need to use force leap unless you want to make an acrobatics check. You know what? I'll make an acrobatics check. Why not? Okay, make it acrobatic shit. I got a plus five. I, I believe in you. I believe in you. Just please don't roll one. I got 21. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. You successfully jump on the front of the ship. The other pilot who was making sure that the ship doesn't crash and burn, he freaks out. He's like, what the And you see him like motioning inside of his helmet, like freaking out. All right. So it is now the stormtroopers outside. They're obviously going to use their turn to try and cut down the door. Now it is Charles and Gabe's turn. You guys can go whenever because you're kind of at the same uh, initiative. All right. Well, I guess I'll be taking out my lightsaber and going after the stormtrooper that shot me. All right. Make an attack roll. Hmm. Let's see. Do I have a thing that can be used for um, that? I, I can use it as my wisdom modifier. I don't think I do. Or, yeah, I don't think I do. Here goes nothing. <laughs> That's great. Um, have five for the first attack. With a five, no. You you like just kind of wave it around. <laughs> scared because this is the first time that you've used a lightsaber in 10 years all right well so i try to do my extra attack then and try once more it's a 13 13 better but i think it's not gonna be good enough that is that is good enough go ahead all and roll right. damage and i would say i will be two-handing it so wow what would be the die 2d4 two four-sided die so the two pyramids the total roll I had was five. All right. Yeah. So yeah, you you chop him down where he stands. Oh, nice. Okay. Like, is he 
actually done for, or is he still got plenty of health? Oh no, you you chopped him in half. You just ah! you cut him in half. So yeah, that's one pilot down. Uh, the other pilot is is freaking out. He pulls out a blaster and he's gonna aim it at you. Uh, however, it's not his turn. Gabe, what do you do? All right. So first action, I would like to pick up one of the beds with my massive muscle mommy arms to block the door that they're trying to get inside of. And then for a second action, I would like to do extra attack. I'm not sure if I'm going to go through with it yet, but I'm going to try to pull out the gun that I got from our last episode and aim it at the cockpit to see if I can get a good aim on the pilot. Let's see, is the ship kind of bouncing around a little bit or is it holding steady? So I would say that moving the bed is going to be one action. Go ahead and make a strength check first. That is a 19. With ease. <laughs> and weightless. You just move it over to the bit, uh, door and just place it on the door. All right. So next action roll again. Go ahead, but you'll have to do it with disadvantage because right. um, you are not proficient with blasters. Oh, first try, nat 20. Go ahead and roll again. Okay, it's a 16. Okay, both of those work. Go ahead and roll damage. And I got a three. A three, okay. So you shoot and it breaks the glass and the blast bolt kind of sheds onto the other pilot it doesn't kill him but it hurts him pretty bad especially from the glass breaking it is now the pilot's turn he's gonna click autopilot so it just stays there and then he's gonna try and stand up and grab the lightsaber out of your hand all right uh make a contested strength check oh no oh no um a four i just barely beat you with a six so he rips the lightsaber out of your hand. He's going to attempt to run out of the cockpit. Go ahead and make an opportunity attack. All right. Please tell me I have something to help me here. <laughs> Please. This is not good. Um, just got your lightsaber back and he just lost. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that strong. I'm sorry. Uh, that's during my turn. Dang it. So I can't use that. So yeah. Well, how about nine? No, that's that's definitely not going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, he, he opens the cockpit and you see a squadron of stormtroopers. However, you are in the cockpit. <laughs> uh, it is up to you what you want to do. Uh, Cody, it's actually your turn. So I, I don't know what would exactly do this, but I am going to, so I, I can see the control stakes, right? In the cockpit? Uh, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and the window's broken now, so you could just jump in. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm going to jump in, grab the controls, and just tilt the shuttle slightly to the right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So uh, make a piloting check first, because this is a, a ship that you've never been in. Uh, oh, no. Well, straight D20, here we go. 17. Okay. Hey, okay. There go. Good. Yeah, you successfully tip it on its side, and all the stormtroopers fall out. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, wait, I forgot. And you hear all the stormtroopers fall out. Even the one with um, my lightsaber? Yes. Oh, dang it. <laughs> well, if you want to, uh, I'll, you can make a dexterity. Okay, you can make a wisdom saving throw. If you beat this number that I just rolled, I'll let you force. Do you have force push and pull? I do not. Oh, oh my no. god. Could Somebody, I use right. it for him? That was what that's what I was gonna get next time when I leveled up when I acquired more force points. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> Can All right. else do it for uh, him? so something that I wanted to implement but I haven't implemented yet is uh -oh. destiny points. 
so it, it's from edge of the empire but i want to add it into this game let's go ahead and roll for destiny points all of you all of you roll and i'm gonna roll as well okay what do we roll just roll a d20 and add your wisdom uh, modifier okay i got an 11 i got 12 I got 15. All right, so you have three destiny points and I have zero. So um, <laughs> you can use a destiny point right now and I will save the life of this pilot. However, I get that destiny point. That has the lightsaber? Yeah, the pilot The pilot that has the lightsaber, he will hold on for dear life and the other stormtroopers will all well, fall out. Well, whoever that's lightsabers, that's up to you. I would say you only get one destiny point. Uh, you get like one destiny point per turn. Well, I was saying that if I use one, then you would get one. Yeah, it comes over to yeah, my how side. How works is if so, and like if we, if typically if we use the destiny point, uh, it would flip over to the DM's side, and then he gets to use that. But whenever he uses the destiny point, I think it'll flip over to us. I'll say we'll use it just this once for now, because he's barely hanging on to life anyway. Yeah, so you you use your destiny point, and destiny is on your side. The stormtrooper hangs on for dear life on the on the side of the ship. You flip it back over and he's freaking out. Gabe, you have one turn left before all the stormtroopers make it into your uh, bedroom. Okay, so for my final action, how far away is the ship now? Whenever it tilted, did it like get out of position? No, I wouldn't say that it got out of position. Maybe just moved a little bit. I would like to force sleep onto the ship. Sure, you do that expertly and make it into the cockpit. Now you guys are in the ship, but as soon as you jump into the cockpit of this transport ship, you notice the door fly open. You see a whole squadron of stormtroopers raining down fire on your guys' ship. And the glass is broken so they could hit you. So whoever's piloting the ship make a dexterity saving throw. And your ship's dex is plus two. Uh, okay. And I guess while this is going on, can I confront the uh stormtrooper that has my lightsaber sure he's like he's in the fetal position just holding on to a lip in inside the ship with your lightsaber clutched against his chest i got 21 okay so with a 21 yeah you expertly move and you're now flying through the city however if you don't find a place to land very soon you're going to be chased down by other idts uh charles you are confronting this stormtrooper what do you say to him hold on i got a quick question (laughs) Gabe, go ahead. Do we have the blind guy piloting? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, we do. I didn't even... So, yeah. by the way, by the way, Cody, all of your reactions are going to be completely force-based, and you can only see up to 60 feet. So, if something happens... <laughs> then... well, I, mean, yeah, I was going to ask if we could switch out when he's done getting his lightsaber. Yeah, the, we'll, we'll do that once we get to that. But either so way... Until then, can I be the investigating check and make sure that he's not going to find it's someone It's not like he's not totally blind. Yeah. I mean, but you can only see up... You only can see, like, in a circle, like a sphere of 60 feet around you. Still, doesn't mean I'm totally blind. <laughs> that way, if anything's coming behind us, I can tell you guys. <laughs> it's um, possible, okay? Sure. Uh, Gabe, you can make a perception check while Charles does this. Uh, Charles, All what right. do you do? Yes. Well, I'll try to demand the... Get my lightsaber back, or there'll be fatal consequences. He's like in shock. Oh, yeah, you can make an intimidation check. Since he's in shock, do I have advantage for that? Uh, No, because he's in shock. He's not paying attention. 15. With a 15, yeah, you convince him. And he's like, okay, okay, here, here, just just, uh, land the ship. And I promise I won't hunt you down. 
I went to the Imperial Academy and I didn't expect that my entire squadron would be eviscerated by Jedi my first day. <laughs> well, I think about not letting my anger get control of me because of stormtroopers have killed my lifetime childhood friend. And I said, okay, as soon as we can land this ship, We'll let you go. He just like nods his head uh, and like kind of like a, a cold nodding his head. He's still kind of in shock. So you go back to the cockpit and you notice uh, that the blind man is the driving blind the man ship. Is driving. <laughs> and it I, hasn't crashed yet, by the way. Nearly hitting buildings over. as he can only see up to 60 feet. He's like an old man. Like he, he like jerks the wheel. And say my perception check was a 12. If that helps. I'll go ahead and say, hey, let me. Let me take over here. You go sit in the passenger seat. You'll be okay. I'm like, good. Somebody else drive. Yes, I'll drive. Did Ain't much better. Lightsaber? Did you get your lightsaber back? Yes, I have my lightsaber okay. back. Uh, go ahead and make a piloting check since this is a new vehicle. Uh, is the guy still in the ship? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I can't use it in this situation, but either way, I got a 15. A 15? Yeah. Yes. Um, um, you successfully understand the basics of the the ship, and are, you're able to fly it. Now, uh, where do you take the ship exactly? This uh, metropolis is huge. Um, away from this area. All right. So, uh, where specifically? I mean, uh, do you want to go to the outskirts of the place? Do you want to go into the field, the blue fields of uh, Zrilla Five, or uh, where specifically are you going to try and look? For? I say. We're just getting out of the city into the fields. Yeah, so you start flying out into the fields of Zrilla 5. And, uh, you make it so far that now the city just kind of looks like uh, a little bubble with a light coming out of it. However, you hear a radio chatter and you see the calm um, glowing red of the stormtroopers quickly tracking your positions down. Lovely. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to have to get rid of this or... Uh, what's our plan here, guys? I say let's try to make a quick intimidation, try to interrogate the stormtrooper we have here. I have a plus zero for intimidation, even four. though I am thick muscle mommy. I have a, I'm a plus four. My muscles don't intimidate, they just seduce. Okay, so what exactly do we want to interrogate him for? <laughs> I'm like, how are they tracking us, and how can we get rid of that so that way we can just be on our way? Well, I did promise him that we'll let him go. But we can try. All right, to get so I'm gonna go out. to the whatever the pilot, pick him up, and kind of like dangle him over the side of the uh, open side of the shuttle, I guess. And I guess I relayed what he said to me to him about how they're tracking us and everything. I, I'd say that's like a passive intimidation because he's already intimidated by Charles, and you just eviscerated his group. So he's like, I mean, every. Every uh, ship in the Imperial Empire has like a tracking device on it so that we don't lose our equipment for rebels like you. Well, where's that tracking device? Uh, I, I guess it's like uh, near the generator where the sh ship's core is, but there's no way you'd be able to get it unless you parked it. Just please don't hurt me. All right. So that means we got two options. Either park the ship, look for the tracker, get it out and hope that they haven't found us by then. Or ditch the ship and go on our way. He, he says, I, I already gave you guys my word that I wouldn't track you guys down. I could just take the ship and take it back to base. How far are we from the city as of right now? I'd say like you're a, you're a good, like a, a good three or four miles. Where is the combat system inside of the uh, the ship that we're at? Like the weaponry? Yeah, that would be in the cockpit. 
And there's also like a kind of a secondary cockpit where you can hang off and you can like a uh, free shoot somebody like with uh, a handheld gun or something like that. Okay, so I was going to say, what? Hear me out. What if I smash the uh, the combat area the, to where it controls the weapons and let him take the ship back so that way we know he's not going to shoot us whenever we're out of the ship? Because the area that we're in, it's just fields. Is there like a forest system or anything? It's just straight fields? No, but the farther you adventure onto the planet, there's a highlands uh, where it's hills and stuff. But for the most part, it's just fields. I see. It's a mostly fields, so there's not going to be much cover if they look for us out here. Boy. We have the high ground. Not of right now. If we get to the highlands, we'll yes. have it. Yeah, as far as we know, the high ground wins. Right, but I mean, we need to find some way off planet. Yes. So then Definitely. we need ship. And we're currently in one. Right, which we'd only be able to get back in the city. Yeah, need ship, but not this ship. I don't think this ship gets we, to space. No, this is a shuttle. It's not going to do anything. So I would suggest... So need to hold on to this ship until we find better ship and then take that ship. I would say we need to get rid of the ship and we need to somehow stealthily make our way back into the city. Do not make any hotel reservations. <laughs> but make our way back into the city and try to unfortunately steal a ship because that's the only way possible we're getting out of here well if they're tracking us we could just somehow get the pilot since he's scared of us already just get the pilot to lead that rest of the imperials on a wild goose chase kind of kind of thing yeah with the that ship. is true and then we can just make our way back to the city and find a ship that way I okay guess. got an idea we're gonna make the make the uh trooper pilot the plane he's gonna call on the radio says that they're forcing me to drive the ship for them this is my location and have them follow him i'll say let's let's shoot for that plan see how it goes and can you persuade him to do it i would say to uh cody's character can you use your force uh persuasion thing yeah i'll yeah I'll use that and tell him. Uh, is co does coercion only work against people who are not like targeting you or not aggressive towards you? Yes. If this doesn't work out, I do have a plus four to persuasion. It doesn't say anything specifically. It just says within range that can hear, understand you. Yeah, I'd say it works. So I'm going to roll uh, a wisdom saving throw. Okay, I failed. So he goes, yeah, yeah. I guess I could do that. It, it really not out of my way. So he he turns on the radio and he talks to the people on the other side and he drops you guys off and then you see him like fly up with the transport and go into like a general direction deeper into the grasslands now all of you need to make a stealth check oh baby here we go here's what i'm not looking a forward to stealth check. <laughs> you cannot hide my buffness i got a nat one oh, no! <laughs> i had a you cannot hide these gains. <laughs> Sorry, I had a 10. I got 12. I had a 10 out of 5. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, for now, we're not going to see anything because it's the middle of the night in the middle of the grasslands and the M Empire are searching for that other ship. So for right now, yeah, you guys are just uh, adventuring. I'm imagining in my head while we're trying to be stealthy, I am just like trying to go through these grasslands in like bright neon clothes <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's blue grass it's not even like green or it's not even like green or tan grass like like a wheat field like this is blue i'm imagining i'm in like a bright like pink just like neon pink sweatshirt <laughs> it's just like a barbie girl on it or a mama's <laughs> Or what's like those like sweatpants with like ju oh juicy on the bottom? <laughs> oh. So you guys are now making your way back to the city. On the outskirts of the city, you do notice something of your liking. 
there is a shuttle service that'll take you off the planet. However, you notice that it's surrounded by Imperial stormtroopers uh, seemingly guarding it to make sure that you three aren't to make it on their way to the shuttle and then off the planet. Okay, so it's not only one obstacle that we need to hurdle over, but that would be two obstacles that we would need to hurdle over. One being getting past the guards, and two being the money to get on the ship. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to have... We don't necessarily would have to have money, but I mean... To try to sneak our way on. We'll, we'll cross that. We'll come that. We'll cross oh, that for sure. I can sneak on there. I'll be fine. I'm worried about you too. You've got the camouflage. There's the rest of them. And I can phase walk and just go. Whoop. I mean, I guess I could use my phase shift and just like be like sneak over to the entrance. Just like flash my way in. Charles could use his Marriott credit. <laughs> <laughs> I could, but. Just come up to somebody and be like, look, I'll give you a free night in this really fancy hotel if you just let me take your I mean, yeah. ship. I mean, yeah. So uh, what do you guys do? So how many guards are there? I'd say like four stormtroopers guarding it. And there's a, an Imperial officer that's like, like looking at everybody's certificate and an identification. So we got four guards and one attendant. What would be a good idea? Should I just straight go camouflage or phase walk right behind the Imperial officer and try to take him out? Does that sound a good idea to you guys? Sorry, I'm trying to read, see if there's anything I have that can help. <laughs> Let's see. So for this area, is it like an open area or are there walls and stuff around it? I'd say it's kind of like an open area. It's like a platform at the edge of the city with this bus looking Star Wars ship on top of it. Okay, so can't stealthily wall run our way there. No, you'd have to like hop up on the platform and then hold your breath while you're holding on to the underneath of the, the belly of the bus. Hold on. Is is the... Uh... Is the edge of it into water? I don't know. You Wait, said hold what? your breaths. You said hold your oh, breaths. I mean, like so in space. Like, okay, okay. Never mind. You said hold no, your breaths. Like so I was a... thinking water. So I was like, Charles, you can breathe underwater. Yeah, I can. <laughs> do like a Princess Leia and like use the force to pull herself back into the ship. Oh, gosh. But yeah, but I can, I guess, do you want me to use my camouflage or phase walk right behind the Imperial and the head guy and try to take him out? And I guess while it distracts the other four guards, you, we can try to take him out or just straight go on to the um, shuttle. I'd say like all the stormtroopers are kind of facing one direction. They can all see each other, but you might could sneak up behind them. Because I know for me, I would be fine, but I'm worried about you two. But you guys could always make a perception check. I could use sound trick and just create like a giant noise at that'll get him to face away from us. That could be useful. I guess we could do probably a mixture. You can do that, and I can already use my camouflage and be inside the shuttle and phase walk in there. Oh, I could use a uh, minor hologram because I can create an instantaneous harmless <laughs> sensory effect. You know what would be better, which really cause hysteria, is I can cast Force Confusion on one of them, and then they're going to be busy with one of them attacking their own people. <laughs> <laughs> We could do that, and then while they're dealing with that, we could just sneak by, uh, try to sneak by them. All right. Well, either way, we can try to do that. I say that's worth it. Let's try to do it. All right. It. I'll, I'm going to cast Force Confusion on one of the storage right, What's my DC? 14? Uh, da, 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 da. Well, that's universal. 14. All right. So I got a six. I fail. One of the stormtroopers like, hey, did you eat my blue ramen? And the other stormtroopers like, what? I mean, maybe I don't know. That was like hours ago. So he's like, 
yeah, I'm like 90% sure you ate my blue ramen this morning. And he's like, who cares? Who cares if I ate your, your blue ramen? And then he's like, I, I care. I care you ate my food. And then he uh, rears back and throws the heftiest punch you've ever seen a stormtrooper throw and just like destroy the side of this other stormtrooper's helmet. And you see him now, he's just like wailing on him and all of the stormtroopers and even the officer is like, oh, what the heck? Get him off of him. What, what is going on here? Come on. We need to be somewhat orderly here. And he walks over and he walks away from the entrance to the shuttle. All right. Well, I guess I'll use my force camouflage and head on over just in case they decide to turn around. All right. Yeah, it's easy enough for you to just walk walk in. How you So you just walk into the bus and you notice a, a bus full of like strange aliens and creatures all staring outside the window. And one creature you don't see staring out the window, which is the bus driver, is a like an elderly alien that has a mustache uh, just sitting there waiting for someone to pay uh, another ticket. Obviously, he can't see you, though, because he just snuck in. Well, now I'm waiting on the... I guess I'm waiting on the other uh, Cody and Gabe's characters to see what they're doing because I don't want to just go ahead and get going because it'll, the shuttle will take off. I'm going to try to sneak my way over to the shuttle. All right. I'd say that you have a pretty good chance. Go ahead and roll stealth. 20... Oh, yeah. 21. Oh, yeah. You easily make your way into the shuttle. Uh, not even the bus driver notices you. <laughs> All righty. My stealth roll was a 19. All right, yeah, you make it in. All of you make it in successfully, and bus driver is just waiting, and he looks around, and he sees that uh, there's not really anyone lined up for the bus anymore. So he's like, oh, okay, I guess we're going to take off now. And he hits the engines, and the bus, like, slowly but surely makes its way up through the atmosphere. Welcome, everybody. This is part two here with the Bounty Hunters. So let's go ahead and get started. We are still at the big airport of Coruscant, a landing pad. Moff Damon basically says, well, I better be off. I'll see you guys soon, hopefully with the heads of the Jedi, metaphorically speaking. We need them alive. And he uh, waves his hand like the queen and he hops in the limousine. Everyone make a perception check. Oh, shoot, hang on, it rolled off my cardboard box here. Okay, 12. Mod 10 on that perception. Okay, Havoc, you don't see this, but Isaac, you do. You notice, with two vibroblades in the back of the limousine, you notice Sal holding on for dear life, just (laughs) flying with the limousine through the atmosphere and presumably going uh, to a safer location. Now... You have no idea why Sal is doing that. He's either trying to get more information or trying to assassinate the moth. He didn't like the way that the meeting went down. But for the most part, you guys still have the contract. As soon as that's happening, you notice this huge bus flying down, <laughs> flying down. And there you see a hangar door open up a pad kind of present itself underneath the door so that the passengers can walk off. You notice a droid arguing with a greenish humanoid 
I've been telling you the entire ride. You have to sign the contract. I cannot sign it. For no, you. no. I just don't think that you understand how this works. No, I, you have here, so, yeah. Oh, okay, I'll, hold on, hold on. How I'll about do. we word it differently? Would you like my autograph? Yes. Is that more enticing? <laughs> Make a persuasion check. I really like that, actually. <laughs> I got a 18. Yeah, that <laughs> definitely works. He goes, you know what? Probably sell this on Shmeebay. Sure. And he hands you the data pad, and I'm guessing you sign it. I, I do, like like a doctor signature i just like kind of scribble <laughs> so that it's completely illegible i go oh my hand I'm so cramped from that ride <laughs> the protocol droid shrugs his shoulders and he goes okay i'll take that and he uh salutes you off and he says well i think you missed the meeting due to the extra long bus ride but uh that's your team and that's your ship over there and also here's your credits here's a down payment and he hands you a chip worth twenty thousand credits oh! <laughs> my eyes like shoot off my head and turn into dollar signs so as your your eyes are turning into dollar signs you notice an old man walking from the other side of the landing pad wait wait <laughs> hold the bus <laughs> what do you do I go, <laughs> uh, excuse me sir excuse me are, are you in need of assistance and I, <laughs> I walk over yes there. yes if you could please hold my hand and, and escort me to the bus so they don't leave me Ah, oh, yes, yes, no, right, right this way, right this way. And I'm going to start walking him away from the bus. <laughs> All right, hold on. So you, you grab his hand, right? Uh, gently, very gently. So as you get closer. As, as, as Rub is watching this, bro, he pulls out some cushion, he lights it up. <laughs> Havoc, you see him pulling out this cush. What are you doing? I'm just nonchalantly just trying to move away from him where I'm like, I don't know this man. Get closer to the, the spaceship. I turn to see if Havoc would like a hit, and I see him walking away. I'm like, yo, where are you going, bro? And I kind of like start trying Which to... Which is only causing me to like keep moseying yeah, yeah. further and, and, away and from him. And as he's walking away, like it's just stuck with me being like, yo, hey, hey, yo. And I'm like weaving through people, but I'm still <laughs> like, you want a hit? And I get, I hit it again. I keep hitting it periodically. All right, go, Bye. Isaac, go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw. Fudge, are these teeny rolls, man? A three! A three? What? <laughs> After mods? <laughs> you are boosted out of your mind. You can't even comprehend what is up and what is down. You stumble your way into the ship hangar door, so the platform that's coming off of the ship you are now face first, belly down on the platform. Zane, as this old person is starting to walk up to you, this is what you notice. Kind of a thicker alien, a humanoid, but thicker, with no hair, big black eyeballs, and a singular short horn coming out of his head. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. And he grabs your, as you grab hands, he tightens his grip really tightly, and he does a somersault. <laughs> and farts in your face. <laughs> and then he immediately lets go of your hand and sprints to the bus, and he goes, Oh, oh sucker, I got you! And he starts sprinting for the bus. What do you do? I go, Stop that man! Stop him! And I, I sprint after him. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check to see if anybody stops him, and then make a dexterity check to see if you make it to him. Can I, can I try and use my politician feature to convince, to coax the public? What's your politician feature? <laughs> Where is it? I'll just have to roll. Oh, 
17 plus 7, 24. So I'd say, like, the droid stops him. He's like, hey, uh, uh, what, did, what did you do? He goes, oh, oh nothing, just a, just a prank, just a little prank. <laughs> He defecated! <laughs> Mike's still sprinting after him. Yeah, uh, make a dexterity <laughs> check. What is a 14? I'd say you get... Uh, let me go ahead and roll for him as well. So you're telling me this guy did like a kickflip and then just released in my uh, face? He did a skate for kickflip, farted on your face. But sadly, he makes it to the bus before you do. And you see him rapidly pressing the button to close the door. And the door closes as soon as you get there. And then he goes, <laughs> and you see him laughing hysterically, making faces of all sort of nonsense at you. And then the bus takes off and flies uh, into another sector of the city. What? The droid just says, wow. who's standing there? I, I'm what was that about? I I wish I could tell you. I'm, I'm as shocked as you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so taken uh, aback. What do you do now? I'll uh, I'll use my minor hologram to to make an odor to replace the pungent one that is now caking my face. All right, and as you do that, you make your way back to the ship. Now all of you are on the ship. Isaac Rub Rue is just barely hanging onto the ship. Who's going to be the pilot? I mean, I can fly, but like, what, what am I looking at? What you are looking at is a ZH forty light freighter. If you need to, you can look up a picture. But to describe it, frankly. It is basically a pirate vessel used during the Clone Wars, but has been upgraded by the Empire. It's a newly refurbished version, completely equipped with everything that you guys are going to need to hunt down the enemy. However, it does not have ammunition and stuff like that, which you guys will have to go shopping for with your down payment. Well, I, I guess I'm just going to like wander around and go... Can I speak I'm, I'm for, for myself? You can, but you are heavily... Heavily boofed out. You are baked. I'm baked. To say the least. You are a flavor-blasted goldfish at this point. So when he walks in, I stand up, and I'm looking at him, but I don't say nothing. I, I'm just staring at him because I'm trying to think if this is real. <laughs> I am I am tweaking at this point. <laughs> I, I think this planet is full of crazy people. I just got farted on, and now I'm getting the, the bug eyes from this crazy dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like backing up defensively. I'm like, oh, oh goodness. <laughs> Can I uh, pop up behind uh, Dr. McScringleton, put my hand on his shoulder, one, to spook him, uh, and two, be like, oh, can you fly the ship? I go, I, I, I suppose. I'm, I'm oh, by the way, you're turning around and you're seeing a Tuscan <laughs> Raider, so like up close and personal. So if you know what that is, you, you're spooked. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think I'm, I think I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah I think both I'm of you are from Tatooine, so, so th this might be very interesting. <laughs> Here are the coordinates we are going to. We are going to this Imperial prison planet. I, I see. Well, and I like straighten my, my suit jacket and tie. I go, it has been a minute. And I like, like crack my knuckles and wiggle my fingers. I go, now where's the ignition? And I oh like, my gosh. Okay, my roll. On, like, just a roll a straight. <laughs> roll a straight D20. <laughs> <laughs> a 12? I'd say that you hit, like, uh, the lights in the cockpit. Just turn on the lights. The lights. I go, ah, oh, yes, now that I can see all the buttons, <laughs> and now I'm going to take off. All right, make a piloting check. <laughs> ah, the good news is I'm, I'm actually fairly confident. Well, I got a 7. 
Oh, we're dead. <laughs> yeah, hey, take that confidence. Damn. I'm going to ease my foot on the pedal. I hope everyone's strapped wait. in. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh, man. I want to say, I want to say, I'm like, hey, y'all, I got a piloting license. Let me give this stuff no, a no. shot. I think it's quite alright. I'm, I'm just, I'm still getting used nah, to this. Move, stuff. Like, bro. No, this I, I pull my viper blade and I put the tip at uh, at uh, Isaac's character's throat and I say, "Of anyone, you will be the last person in your frame of mind to pilot this ship." I don't know about you, bro. I, I simply, I, oh. but I can fly. I knew you all were some rubbers. In one hand, I have my viper blade at the throat of. Isaac's character with my viper knife I have at the throat of Dr. McScringleton. I'm like, okay, here's how this is gonna go. You, looking at McScringleton, <laughs> are going to fly the ship and get us to where we need to go safely. Or if we crash land and I survive, I'm going to kill you. And I look at Isaac's character and I go, and you, either you will sober up or you will sit there and do nothing. <laughs> do we have an understanding, gentlemen? Yes, yes. Now let me let me just get this off the ground. Let me get it off the ground. And I just like yank the steering wheel. Okay, me. I have to uh, analyze the situation for a second. So yeah, you you yank the steering wheel towards yourself, and I, do you just smash on the ignition like Garland Rue did? Uh, I'm gonna put my foot to the floor. <laughs> oh my, yeah. So yeah, you just take off, and <laughs> in fact, I would say you even damaged or maybe even killed people on the landing pad, and you just zoom oh, off into no! space. <laughs> you don't know that for a fact. Oh, you, don't, goodness. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know if you've hurt anybody, but there's a chance. Because Havoc doesn't know how um, flying works, I look at Dr. McSwinkle, I'm like, oh yes, making great haste. With your speed, we'll be there before the twin suns set on Tatooine. With my speed, oh, never mind. <laughs> Finish. No, no, that's what Doctor McScringleton says. He almost says something, but he, he bites his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you just take off, and yeah, you hear the Netflix sound as you like into space. <laughs> so, the freighter was professionally built from the company recently, so it's a brand new ship provided by the Empire. Let me go ahead and describe to you what the interior looks like. The interior is, you see a large hangar, I'd say about probably 40 feet wide and about 60 to 100 feet long. There are rows of dividers kind of dividing up the area, uh, the side area, I would say, where you put crates and armor and maybe even carbonite. Then you have two side rooms, basically, that are super long. They're about 60 to 80 feet long. Those are your cabins, basically. You have an armory, a jail, a barracks, toilet, and kind of a cantina. It's more like a side kitchen. And then in your cockpit, you have four seats, and it kind of looks like the Millennium Falcon, except mm. it's more square. It's not as round as the uh, Millennium Falcon. So that's your visual for the ship. I, I look at him and go, you, you just now noticed we're in a brand new ship? I just think I it's hope cool, this bro. isn't short. <laughs> like, what's wrong with that, man? By the looks of the crew, it might just be short. However, one addition that the Empire made is they made a quest board, and they also added in the middle of the hangar 
a comms table, basically. It not only is a direct link to the Empire, but it's basically a map of the entire known oh, galaxy but you also yeah. on the side have a quest board so stuff that you might want to check out and go do so number one on the quest board is go shopping number two is to investigate andora and find out if you can find any signs of how they escape on your hollow table you notice that the closest station or planet that you can go shopping is a space station in the middle of space in the inner rim called Car Star Two, is that where, that's which where is we're a at? no, no, no. Th- that's where you. That's the nearest shopping place. Unless you wanted to turn around and go With to Coruscant. The way we left, I don't think uh, we'll be able to return to Coruscant peacefully. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Not for a while, anyway. What do you mean? What happened? <laughs> Car Star Two is a gas station casino type pit stop of a space station a lot of people go there to before they go out into the mid rim or outer rim it's a gateway between the inner rim and outer rim so if you want to you can stop there you can go straight to andorra which i want to do i'd rather get straight to hunting the jedi indeed i second that i would rather not be on the same vessel as you all dang hang hang on hey we need some stuff though, right i am a little hungry and i like put on the blinker <laughs> to <turn. laughs> uh does our spaceship have guns on it yeah so i forgot to mention you have front-facing guns and then you also have turrets on the two kind of wings of your ship that uh, you you guys can go man. Ooh. Oh, hey, so we have guns. What type of ammo do we have? You don't have any ammo. You just have the ammo that would go to the turrets. So you only have the basic necessities. You've got ammo for your turrets. You've got gas for your ship. You've got rations for your bodies. How expensive are rockets? You don't have any rocket capabilities at the moment, so you'd have to get that added on later. Like, we'd have to land and, like, buy for an upgrade, or...? Yeah, you'd have to get some sort of mechanic to add the capabilities of missiles or explosives. Alright, okay. So, what's the census? Oh, I think you've turned you turned on the blinker. Uh, my, my tummy's rumbling. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to start slowly turning and see if Havoc notices. Uh, make a perception check. At I Havoc. notice, but because I can't fly, I can't do anything around it, really. <laughs> so you're just going to accept your fate. Sadly so. Okay, so you guys jump into hyperspace and you jump into, into the sector where Car Star 2 is. It wasn't a very long jump, I'd say maybe 30 minutes to an hour. You see this massive space station just floating. And to describe what it looks like, it basically is a, a, a plate-like circled with a bunch of strings coming off of it on the bottom and the top. And you've got two hangar bays that you can go into. One is for a very large ship like yours. And there's one for fighters, which would be the size of like the Jedi stuff for the TIE fighters from Empire Strikes Back. So you go ahead and duck. I'm not going to make you roll a piloting check this time, but I will next time. The first thing that you see is this really large hangar bay. And you notice a Twi'lek in really nice robes, kind of older looking, jagged teeth. He's waiting for you guys to exit your ship. Okay. Is there like a way to like look it up on like the planet's internet to see if there's a... And like an armory for the spaceships to find a mechanic to, to put them on. You might could ask this Twi'lek, but yes, your hollow table might have some information on Car Star 2 if you want to read it. 
I would like to do that. Okay, guys, let me check something out real quick. I'm already getting off the ship. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Don't start nothing yet. I want to look something up real quick, bro. I'm trying to find the emergency brake to put it in park. I'm like, right. <laughs> so as all of you are doing that, Isaac, you're reading the description for the space station. It basically says that it's a pit stop to the mid rim and outer rim. It's also a casino and gas station while also having all of your necessities there is a droid mechanic and actually a basic engineer who can do most mechanical uh activities on the ship there's also an armory where you can buy weapons and ammo and even a comm station if you needed to contact someone from the outer rim okay and our spaceship has a a comm station on it though mm-hmm Bet, bet. Okay, that's good to hear. So you'll be able to contact someone as well. But if you go to the comm station on the space station, you'll have to pay for it like a payphone. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You said there was an armory? Mm-hmm. So our guns, do they just only shoot blasters now? Or like, do they shoot like ions? Are we capable to shoot that? Or like EMPs? Yeah, so some of your weapons actually have stun capabilities. But I would say all of your weapons that you have right now do not have that capability. They only shoot blaster bolts. Not unless specifically stated before this session today. But uh, I don't remember anyone saying that they have a stun weapon. I have like a, like on our person? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have that. I have blaster rifle. <laughs> so are we? Are we capable? Is our spaceship capable of shooting like EMPs to like disable shields or something? Not at the moment, but you could always buy that upgrade. And that's available on this planet. On the space station, maybe it's not guaranteed. But you can go talk to the engineers or the mechanics. Okay, I would like to go do that. All right, so Havoc is going to be the first one to exit, and he notices the twilight. Hello, hello. Welcome to the space station. I noticed your ship is registered under an imperial name. Yes. What about it? Oh, nothing. This is good. This is very good. We are imperial sympathizers. My name is Krachu. Well, Krachu. No, no. We're here. Krachu. Twin sons and all that. We're here to spend credits, which I'm figuring. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yes. Credits. Credits. Point me to the armory. Yes. Follow me and I will take you there. However, we also have many other things in here as well, like a casino. You may be interested in gambling some of your monies. Or maybe you need to see a mechanic for your ship. Although it looks very nice, I have to say. So, uh, Havoc, you start following this Twi'lek into the other room, which is presumably the hallway. Isaac, you notice Havoc in this Twi'lek entering the next room do you want to go ahead and follow no i don't want to leave yet i i, I want to look at dr mcscringleton to see if he parked the thing yeah i would say that he found it but it did take some looking okay and i wanted to ask if you wanted to go with <laughs> i like slowly turn around and blankly look at you and i go no to hit him with the no Uh, i'm I'm then gonna i'm gonna undo my my four point harness 
and pick up my little Lola droid out of my my jacket pocket and, and put it on my shoulder. So you hear the fluttering of a hummingbird coming from the Lola droid as it's flying up to you. To imagine what the Lola droid is, this is also a disc-shaped object with a singular eye like R2-D2, but is probably the size of the palm of two hands. If you want a reference, go ahead and watch the Kenobi series. It's Leia's tutor droid, I think. As he looks away, I flip him off. <laughs> Dr. McScrill to make a perception check. Right, he's looking away. Oh, look at you. I got a six. <laughs> I'm, com- I'm completely infatuated with my little so, droid. So yeah, your little droid is just like fluttering like... And it's just staring at you, waiting for a command. All right, little buddy. I want you to stay in my jacket pocket. If my heart rate falls to zero, you know what to do. Oh, my little life alert, buddy. <laughs> You hear the the bright and very happy chimes, but not the very happy response. So you pulled me out (laughs) to tell me to stay in your pocket. Keep monitoring those heart rates. You know, uh, I see how many steps I got in today. I'm really trying to keep my wellness up. You know, I did buy you to to fitness track after all. You You know, I'm a highly intelligent astromech that could govern your ship. But you, the (laughs) my only purpose is to govern your your vitals. There are protocol droids for that. Yeah. You're telling me this man bought a droid for the Rick and Morty bit of you put butter on toast. Well, I mean, look, don't you feel special? I went out of my way to get you. No, the next person probably would have put me on some espionage mission <laughs> or tutoring their kids and making our universe better. You want me to monitor your heart like some sort of grandparent? Hey, making the universe better. I am your universe. Make me better. And I put them back in my pocket. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> what is... Okay, I got, I got an 11. He says, The only way I'd make the universe better if I didn't tell you if your heart stopped is you, like, slip them into your shirt pocket. <laughs> I, I give him a little pat and I say, Don't worry, I'll take you on walkies. Walkies! You as you, like, shove them in your pocket. <laughs> What do you want from me? <laughs> my Am I watching this? Yeah, you're watching this, but to your, from your perspective, all you can see is Dr. McScringleton talking to his hands. I like put my hand to my forehead, and I'm like, dude, we got someone who's bro. Oh my god, this is gonna be bald. And I turn around and walk away. I then I then look up and in question. I say, but uh, who's Martini? Is it Havoc? That that individual? Yeah. Oh, we better we better wait. Oh, we better get a hold of him. We don't want him doing anything. <laughs> he doesn't have any supervision. We have to find him. I want to look back and I'm like, bro, I'm talking about you, dog. You're literally just <laughs> oh, talking to your hand. No, that, and I say it oh, loud so everybody I thought, can hear. I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were Havoc's handler. You know, you like help him. I'm so happy. Hey! My character's not around to hear any of this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. I mean, he's slow too, but like, like, <laughs> uh, talk to your hand. Are you okay? You got medicine for that? I have a fitness tracker for that. <laughs> bro, I don't think you're well, bro. Flash cut to Havoc walking through the hallways. We uh, see the many rooms uh, that are housed in this space station. Some reading casinos, some reading barracks or a sleeping station. And finally, we make it to the end of this hallway and it says Armory. Here you go. Make sure to give me a review. And he, you see him holding a data pad. And it says, and it says Gelp on it. I punch in a, I punch, I, I, I immediately just punch in a three-star review. 
and I look at him and I say, you usually wait for the end to ask for the but review, th- and then I walk the, inside. Okay, and it, like, <laughs> you hear the <laughs> cutoff of his voice. You're now in this room, and you notice a female with curly brown hair and kind of brownish skin, I'd say like tannish, I'd, with a mechanics jumpsuit, but a bandana wrapped around her head. Hey, what can I do for you? What do you have in bladed weaponry? Bladed weaponry? Well, something that Sarah Lee has is bladed weaponry. Sure thing. Let me show you what I've got. And she presents to you a a loot crate full of bladed weapons. There's swords, there's spears, knives. To be more specific, there's pretty much any vibro weapon that you could think of. Do you have any... I know we're a little bit more in-rim than... You usually find these. Any uh, hidden vibroblades by chance? Make a persuasion check. What does a 16 mod get me? I think I might have something more you're liking. And she puts the crate underneath the bar that she's standing at, picks up a container that has a glass casing, and you see inside the glass casing there's a ebony blade. I found this thing traveling through the mid-rim. I think you might like it. It's a Zabrak Warlord Sword designed to slice through even the toughest of steels. Hmm. She clicks open the sides of the container as to lift the roof off, and she pulls out the black blade. To put a real-world sense to it, it kind of looks like a samurai sword that's jet black in color with only a few markings on it. I uh, pick it up. I kind of like tore a little bit to kind of feel the balance and the handling of it. It's very nice. Very sleek, in fact. Oh, yes, this will do nicely. Um, How much is this? Hmm. Well, it kind of depends. I can give it to you for 2000 or you can do something special for me. What's the something special? I don't usually show people my backroom collections. If I get crossed, then I have to find a way to make them pay. But if they don't cross me, I got to make sure they become loyal customers in the future. So I want you to do something for me. Recently, I had a convoy coming in from the Outer Rim, but Pike, Pike Syndicate Pirates invaded my ship and ravaged it of everything it had. If you could find the whereabouts of that ship, I'll give you this for free. However, hold out your hand. Why do you need my hand? I just need it for a second. You can tell me why you need my hand. I'm the one giving the sword. Yes, but I also have the opportunity to just buy it outright. Well, if you want to spend the chips. I was looking to make a fair wager with you to help you and spend some credits on top of that, but I want to know why you need my make hand. Make a persuasion check. What does a 14 get? Listen, you can't trust people these days. Everyone always wants to steal from you. I was going to take this syringe, and you see a very technologically advanced syringe. I was going to use this to extract some of your blood and keep a database on you so that I could track you if you were to cross me. I've done it before, and many other good business tenants will do the same. I tell you what. Do you also have any... I won't say blades you have hidden in the back room. I mean, literally, blades I could have hidden on my person to whip out, say, if I had to be a bit more clandestine. I have these wrist blades. Supposedly, the Mandalorians used these at one point. And she pulls out uh, a set of, I guess, Assassin's Creed wrist blades that you just pull out. How much are these? I'd say six fifty each. Okay. I'll take the pair, and I'll give you 1500 for the black blade, and I will do your job. But no syringes. Thank All you. All right. I'll give you, since you want to go ahead and 
pay for the blades, I'll I'll reward you if you come back. Oh, that's very kind of you. I will warn you, I'm on an interesting job where I'm having to work with some interesting characters. As you say that, you hear Isaac and Zane's characters arguing in the hallway, <laughs> getting closer and closer to the armory. See, I thought you were looking after the- Martini! I thought Havoc was the idiot! <laughs> But I understand now. I understand no, bro. this was all just a simple misunderstanding. Everything. <laughs> I slide her 500 credits and, like, the, a way to get a hold of me, like, comlink style, where I'm like, if you have any issues with the two buffoons, please let me know and I will handle it. You've been as pleasant as the twin suns and the warm sand on my face. I hope you have a marvelous day and I regret to inform you that those two won't be near as pleasant. Thank you, man. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, and as you, like, walk out, the other two enter in. Ah, I knew that this day was going to be like this. Okay. Uh, hello, my name is Sarah Lee. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, you? we're still discussing something. And I, like, pull up my little droid. See, I was talking to this. This is my fitness tracker. Oh! Yes, yes. Oh, uh, see, okay. I can understand how you had this, this misconception. You know, you're, you have been smoking the moon grass and all. Uh, but you know, all is well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good, good friend, good chap. I'm oh, sorry. No. Big My apologies. I'm sincerely sorry. No, no, I. It, it was all me. It, uh, yes, boys. <laughs> no, no, boys. it was. It was my. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I Do get you know it. Who you're talking to? I. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm having a conversation. Of apologizing to this yes. nice man. A friendship. Is yeah, I being bet you both. Right I bet you both eyes. are very nice what? men. But I have a business to run, and you guys are holding up the line. Yes. And as you turn around, there's like nobody there, but. <laughs> What line? Wait, real quick. What? Oh, uh, what snap. line? I, I don't oh. see nobody. Oh, it's goodness. barren in this. Oh, I just had a customer buy three thousand credits worth of goods. Now, if you could, and a five hundred dollar tip. Yes, and, well, <laughs> well, she doesn't I mention that. Uh, three thousand okay. dollars worth of credits. <laughs> is is Havoc still holding that? No, sword? Havoc has left. You guys like passed by each other, exiting the room. Oh. You think three thousand credits? When, when we is a sure, in? I'll let you know when you see the sword. Uh, what'd you say, Zane? I said, do you really think three thousand credits is a lot? Do you know my net worth? Do you even know who you're speaking to? Look, bro. Listen, I watched what happened at the bar when you talked to the robot. You act like twenty grand, some stuff. It's bro. true. It's it's, it's not. It didn't go by. If it's anywhere quick. underneath a million credits. I've seen it before. You're broke. I've seen it before. Okay. I have done deals with people who own corporations. Now, please, what is it that you need to buy? I'll be quite frank with you. I didn't even look at the door of this establishment. What are you saying? I'm Yo, hey, real quick. I wanted to ask. I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts like ripping out her uh, curly hair. Um, uh, remember, 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 she can phone a friend. I gave, I gave, I knew it ahead of time that this might be a problem. I gave her a way to contact me. I just, I wanted to ask, are there like accessories that we can get for our ship? Are we able to get it equipped with like EMPs or something? Do you have like a kick and bass system that we can install so we can listen to tunes? You are talking to the, (laughs) (laughs) you are talking to the... Yeah, completely yeah, like a, wrong like person. A big flat screen. <laughs> yeah, the game. Yes, bro. And surround sound. I want the oh, VR. What, what about a cushioned like, lazy boy with a four point harness? I want to jump to light speed. Judah, Judah, am I? Can I hear them if I'm like? 
30 feet away walking down the hall? Um, if you're 30 feet away, then I'd say no. But if you stayed next to the door, then I would say yes. I gave her a comm link. <laughs> she can phone a friend to, like, shank one of these dudes. Uh, anyway, anyway, are we able to get EMPs equipped to our spaceship to, like, disable the shields? If you would have heard me the first time, I was going to tell you. You are talking to the wrong person. I'm an arms dealer. <laughs> arms. As in physical arms. Oh. Human arms. Sometimes bug arms. What the fudge? What? Do you have a, like a, like a... Oh, wait, no. The, this this is perfect. We can get arms for our lazy boy chair. Yes. Any, do you have any of those in stock? With the cushions? You know, the nice leather for chairs. She clicks the comm link and <laughs> havoc. You get a distress beacon on your com on your other end. <laughs> Real quick, I already, have... I already just about face and silently just like lurk back to the armory. Do you have like a handgun pistol? Yes, yes. Finally, something that I can <laughs> provide. Master, yes, yes, something that I actually do here. And she swiftly makes her way to the back and pulls out a a metal loot crate, takes off the top, and she shows you a barrage of pistols. There's holdout pistols. There is regular blaster pistols. There's heavy blaster pistols. It's just kind of, uh, if you are more specific with me, I can probably give you a better description of what there is. Oh my, she she has she has some pocket Okay, pockets. so have you guys played the original Star Wars Battlefront? That is 90? not the OG, but... <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying, but have yeah. you played yeah. it? You remember that pistol with like the white scope I'm on it? I'm sorry to say, but no. Oh, uh, was it Han Solo's pistol? I'm looking it up. Yes. Oh, the DH-17 blaster. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know what that is. She goes, yeah, but I only usually sell these to my <clears throat> special customers. Oh, good. Those that yeah, have it's like we're in the right place. ill intentions. Have I arrived yet? I would say Whoa. so, yeah. Ill intentions? What, what do you oh, mean? Speaking of special, hi, I, 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 put, I, I put I put my hand on both their shoulders. With my new wrist blades, I twitch my wrists so that way I have my <laughs> blades to their throats, but very subtly. And I'm like, gentlemen, are you going to buy something? Or are you going to give this poor lady an extremely hard time for no reason? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to get... <laughs> need you to stop shoving your metal rods into my throat, bro. I'm trying to buy a pistol. And I look at Isaac's character. I'm like, are you going to get banned from another store? I got banned from the last one? What? <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to buy a gun, bro, and you're shoving your metal shanks in my face. I'm gonna need you to stop so I can buy this gun. Rubru, I I think you are right. He he definitely needs some some handling. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, chill. You know what you should invest in? Like every once in a while, call like a therapist. Get, get exactly. See, I control. I remedied my health with a droid. So maybe if you had a little like, friend that look, you could talk to. Well, like, if if, if I a Tuscan like Raider's mask could have, <laughs> if you could see through the goggles on a Tuscan Raider's mask, you would see like an inferno <laughs> that Dante couldn't even describe of just anger. Like, the Jedi are the top of the list. Listen. You guys are just three steps below that. Listen, so bro. Zane, your Lola droid flies out of its pocket and it goes, uh, uh, your heart rate is like flying through the roof. Just wanted to tell you, and he pats you on your shoulder with his Bro. little arm, and he goes back into your shirt. Listen, Thank listen. Thank you. Like, uh, let me tell you. I something. let Isaac go so he can buy the pistol, and I'm like, quickly, kindly, and politely, purchase what you're getting. You are neither I, I, of those things. I look at the storekeeper, <laughs> and I look at her, and I say, 
He should have enough to buy the gun, and if he doesn't, then I will forcibly remove him from the store. Bro, I can, like, leave. Bro, calm down. And I was gonna say, like, when I'm in the dumps... I call my dead mom, bro. You I think you I have a lot of bag. emotional baggage. I, I throw a knife at his vulnerable. foot. <laughs> I throw my viper knife at his foot for even mentioning parents to me. Make an attack roll. My parents are dead, Wait, are you bro. actually, like, gonna pierce his foot or the ground next to it? The ground next okay. to it. Okay, yeah, you throw the knife at his foot, and uh, Sarah Lee speaks up. Whoa, 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 whoa. No violence in here. I know I'm an arms dealer, but you can't be doing stuff like that sir what is your name that wants the gun i'm rub okay rub here and she picks up the exact gun that you wanted the dh17 she answered oh. to you that's just sad to make just take it I'm like, oh. and and leave both of you all three of you in fact leave wait wait wait, wait, uh, wait. sir uh in the in the wrappings around your head it was nice meeting you if you can return i'll give you the reward everyone else leave go as I leave, I quickly and discreetly just like drop a thousand credits for having to deal with us. She says, "Don't I know? No, that's just at this point, it's just embarrassing. Please, just keep your money." <laughs> as as we're being escorted out, I'm like, "What about the sound system?" I beat you with the blunt side of my gaffy stick. <laughs> Zane, take one damage. Oh, you just Doctor Rex Kringleton turns to you with a fiery rage, his green skin turning red. I go, that's it. You have unleashed a fiery phoenix. Spare yourself, Tom. And like, I'm trying to crawl out of Havoc's other arm. <laughs> oh no, I've let go of you. You're 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 a free man. You can quickly run to the ship if you want. Oh, then I must sink back and watch. I'm going to reach out, place my hand upon Havoc's chest. How tall are you, by the way, Zane? 5'10". We're about the same height. So I'm going to place my hand on your chest, and I say... <laughs> I say <laughs> That's my nipple, okay. <laughs> I, I, and I'm gonna say, I think you dropped this. And from the back you hear me say, dropped what? I jump as far as far as possible. Oh, but I think it's too late. I think it's wait, wait, too wait. late. Havoc, <laughs> Havoc, make an insight late. check. Make an insight I check. Think it may be too late, my friend. What does a mod nineteen get me? There's a bob strapped to your chest. You got a bob to his chest. I used first level time bomb. And every every six seconds, you don't take it off. It increases in damage until I disarm. You have you have one minute to convince me why I shouldn't blow you sky. I put him in the biggest bear hug possible, and yes, I am grappling him. I do not care. Make a strength check, and Zane make a contested strength saving throw. I auto fail since we're touching again. I'm going to place another time bomb on him. I go. Let's see how you want to end this. I start walking <laughs> the opposite way. You now have two time bombs on you, Havoc. I would think very wisely about what you do next. Kringleton, I'm still holding on to you. Oh, I'm quite aware. You will grovel before I die. I place another time bomb. Dr. McScringleton, how many time bombs can you place? I have eight tech points. I have five left. Think wisely, Havoc, or this whole hangar is going boom. Can I do a sleight of hand check? To remove one of the three? No. No, 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 no. I want the droid. Yeah, make a sleight of hand check. However, you are grappling him, so you'll have to lose the grapple. Wait, I can't use one hand to get the droid and keep one hand on him to keep him from running away from me? Oh, Havoc, I knew you were mentally impaired, but this is astounding. I mean, <laughs> you need serious medical attention. What, what does a 13 get me? 
what what's like your passive perception? Uh, Eleven. You just straight up snatched the low up. So, uh, were you talking about this thing? <laughs> if I didn't have any regard for my own life, do you think I'd care for a construct <gasps> who monitors my health? That is hurtful. And you've been nothing but rude to me. I look at the <laughs> droid, and I look back at Pringleton, I look back at the droid, and I'm like, by chance, could you um deactivate what's strapped to my chest three times uh, over? Make a persuasion check. I'm going to use at will on off. Natural 20. On my little droid. <laughs> With a natural 20, he goes, well, I can't disobey my master's wishes. However, I'm also not allowed to harm my master, so by letting him explode himself, he'll be harming himself and others. Zane uses on and off, and he just falls to the ground. But on and off's only for, um, like, low-tech stuff. Like doors, switches, not droids. Oh, you're right, you're right, yeah. He monitors my health. <laughs> no, he's definitely more sophisticated than that. <laughs> I created him! with the ship better than you can, probably. I am his creator. Of course I put on off. Is this canon? <laughs> so, you know from He's this here forth, if there's ever an engineer that uses on and off, that means he can also turn off your heart monitor. <laughs> well, that's if they know I have a heart monitor. <laughs> Well, have it. Time is ticking. I'd say the fact that he has the capability of speech means that uh, he's too sophisticated to be able to turn off. So I'll say no for that. I'll just use a free action to tell him, You can't disobey me! to the end but wait don't just jump right into the next episode i know you are excited and you want to see what happens next but i have some juicy announcements that i feel you might enjoy on top of some shout outs that may or may not have your name first of all dice clash chronicles is proud to announce our very first merch store on etsy using the same name you can search us up on etsy or click the links down below to check out our selection of merchandise our Patreon is also available where we reward subscribers with giveaways, features in our show, and our very own private Discord community. And speaking of Patreon, I would like to give my thanks to these patrons and other supporters. Barry Lag, Narrowly Lag, Michelangelo Montez, Cade Sims, Luis Gutierrez, and Gavin McGoo. If you'd like to be part of that list, check out our Patreon and other social medias linked in the description down below. If you enjoyed what you heard today, make sure to comment, rate, and or subscribe to the channel to show your support. Thank you all for watching, and this is Dice Clash Chronicles.